resume. And I thought, well, I could go over the notes that you guys got and I could take a look at my video that I created for day five, which is self-love. And I could review the other days that we talked about. Um, and I you know what? I just had this aha. Because our self-love journey is a lifetime and it doesn't happen over a short period of time. It happens, it happens over a lifetime that there isn't anything I can teach you in one hour, um, you know, or instruct you on how to get more self-love in your life um, as far as from an instructional standpoint. So today I want to come from a place of spirit and divinity and shine a light on the love that is in each one of you here. To me, that's more of a gift than any, um, you know, 10 instructional tips that I can give you on how to achieve self-love. And the whole design for the self-love course, and, you know, it might have sounded funny um, with those particular topics that I had, clarity, energy, power of thought, confidence, like what do those have to do with self-love? But the interesting thing is that that is the foundation. And there are so many other pillars that become part of self-love. But the major one, the true one, is connecting with the divine to find that love and spirit that's inside you. And so Oprah had once said that your life is a journey of learning to love yourself first and then extending that love to others in every encounter. And that is so true. And so when we take on the challenge of learning to love ourselves first, then we can love others much more fully along our journey. Um, but it's really important to acknowledge and recognize that the road to self-love, to becoming a more empowered woman, really happens through our experiences and overcoming our traumas and overcoming particular childhood experiences of things that actually happened to us that, that stole our innocence and our freedom from us. I mean, if you look at a six-year-old and you watch them play, uh, chances are if they've been raised in a healthy you know, environment and um, a family where they've received love, where they've been heard, where um, when they make mistakes, they're not, you know, condemned for the mistakes, but uh, are taught to learn through them. So they develop <clears throat> this powerful self-esteem and their self-love doesn't get crushed. But so many of us, as many of you women in this course have spoken about earlier on, were raised in such an environment, not unlike myself, where the mantra of the day was that children are meant to be seen and not heard. We seldom were acknowledged for who we were and <clears throat> our accomplishments. And so over time in our childhood, we begin to withdraw and feel like, you know, we don't have value or we don't have offer. And then on top of that, we get labels slapped on us from someone in our life, whether it was 
a parent or whether it was a teacher or maybe in teenage years, a boss, but we get labels slapped on us that tell us who we are and then we buy into that. And unfortunately, that is not our truth. And so what happens as an adult is that we have become oftentimes someone who we really are not. And we have to get out the shovel again and start digging to embark on this journey of self-improvement and self-growth to really redefine who we truly are and to uncover those self-limiting beliefs and, and re-engage or come to terms with those wounds so that we can get to a point of acceptance and know that that's what happened in our life, but we are not our past. We are who we are today in this present moment, and that is ever-changing. Um, we're either growing, you guys, or we're stagnant. We are not doing both. And so when we are growing, that is the greatest path to progress and achievement and self-love, okay? And we can read books and blogs and listen to external voices that teach us, but the most powerful teacher that we have on this journey and this road to self-love is our own soul. And I just get, you know, God bumps and chills when I say that because your soul is so beautiful and your own voice is so powerful and your experience that have helped build you up to become who you are, not break you down, but build you up, are just invaluable experiences on your journey of self-improvement and self-growth. And we get to choose along this journey about who we're going to become and who we're meant to be. But what we have to overcome is our past. And we can't allow our past to continue to lead us in our future if we want to live a life that we love in our greatness and empowerment. And I do believe that all the struggles and the challenges, you guys, that we have all had throughout our lives, or let's just say in the last five to 10 years, they are there to teach us something. It's like God is sculpting us and creating us in who we are meant to be. And without those struggles, we don't go deep and we don't often course correct and we don't see the areas that we need to grow. So these are actually gifts. And when we can find the silver lining in all of this pain and look at it as a gift and find out what those gifts are and grow through them, then we are about becoming. We're about becoming more, becoming more of who you were meant to be when God said, here's this gift of life. Now go for it when you were an infant, right? And there's a really cool quote from Byron Katie that said that she stopped waiting for the world to give her what she wanted and she started giving it to herself. And that's where self-love begins, is that we as women and nurturers learn to give so much to everyone else around us and in our lives, whether it's through our work as a teacher, right? How much you give of yourself or to your family raising your children, or to your significant other. And for whatever reason, we end up putting our needs up on a shelf and we wait and say, well, one day, 
And I posted a post on Women Wanting More, our private Facebook group the other day that says, are you on day one or still sitting in one day? And I was sitting in that period of life after I um, was divorced. And I kept telling myself, well, one day I'm going to go travel and go on a self-healing journey, right? And, and take this um, opportunity to explore and expand my soul and heal. But I kept saying one day, and I had these excuses, like I didn't have enough money to do it. That was really the main one. But what I learned later, you guys, is that it was my thinking that was holding me back and I could create anything that I wanted. And what the impetus was to get me to push that button and say, no more, this is day one, was when my sister died at the young age of 58. She was my best friend, she was my sister, <clears throat> and she was like a twin to me. So oftentimes in life, you guys, it takes something really impactful for us to make the changes that we've been telling ourselves that we've wanted to do. You know, with every experience that we have through our childhood, young adulthood, and then even in adulthood, what happens is we tell ourselves that we'll do it later or something, we started something and um, someone told us, well, that's not going to work. Or you're questioning yourself, um, you know, with fear's greatest ally, which is those questions about what if, what if this happens? What if that happens? Then what am I going to do? So it keeps us from getting to the other side. And what I'm saying is that there is all kinds of setbacks and things and roadblocks that come in our life and experiences you have where people say, well, you're not going to be able to do that. Who are you to do that? Maybe it's your parents saying, well, you know, what happened to you being a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer or whatever? And we have all this impact from other people. And so little by little, those desires of our heart and our dreams just begin to die. And so what we want to do is take a look at who we are today and who we want to become. And that's what that self course is all about. That just, I love God just said, you know, when I, Lisa, when, when I decided that it was time to make that online course, I was praying about it and I was saying, you know, God, what, what should it be? Because there's so much out there in personal development that we create self, you know, online courses about. But he was very clear and accurate that he wanted me to do a course on self-love to help women step into their empowerment, to own their voice again and begin to love themselves more because God showed me the way to do that for myself. It was a long, painful journey. And now it's not so much painful anymore, but it's still a continuing journey. But I had to get from the side of the fence where I didn't feel like I was worthy and that I didn't have value and I had so much pain to work through and I was afraid and not courageous enough to look at myself in the mirror. Like I have a question for you ladies today, like what would it feel like for you to take a look at yourself in the mirror when you get up in the morning and say, I love you. I love you. I love you. Or something like, Hello, beautiful, sexy soul. You know, you're amazing. Like, honestly, there's most of us that are unable to do that on some level. Because I remember doing that for the first time, intentional. It was homework from one of my coaches. And I could 
it was really difficult to get those words out. And I had tears streaming down my face and they were tears of sadness and acceptance and of a joy that I wanted to step into because I wanted to be able to accept myself for who I was. And I wanted to be able to love myself more. But I knew that there was a lot of work that I needed to do to overcome it. And so that is one of the first steps is we must learn how to accept ourselves and become who we want to be and stop listening to those outside voices and of telling us who we should be, you know, wherever it comes from. As I said earlier, bosses, parents, significant other, even yourself. And so the desire to grow and expand, you guys, and to develop ourselves is really hardwired in our DNA. And some come to the path of personal development sooner than others, but eventually we all come to this path. And it's a beautiful gift. And sometimes it really is later on in life where you know people have everything that they want. They have all the money in the world and they're sitting in life and going, I still feel unfulfilled. And it's because the journey within has not happened for them yet and the opportunity to serve and to give back. Does this make sense? So we're born to be trees of life and we're born to sprout and grow and branch and blossom into our beautiful selves, like the giving tree with all this beautiful fruit. And throughout life, we, throughout life, we, we offer our fruits and our gifts to the world. But if we don't acknowledge them and develop them for ourselves, we cannot give those gifts and we stay small and we play small because we're afraid that if we step out, we might be rejected or it may not work out. Um, there's a lot of reasons that hold us back, but I wanna invite you today to my listeners listening to this to do the work, to enroll in my self-love course, to take that journey and begin. You were born to be wild. You have a wild spirit within you and there is freedom and confidence and opportunity and greatness on the other side. And I listened to a, a TED talk this morning before this and it was about this particular woman's personal journey to self-love. And she was one of the many numbers and statistics like so many people experienced that her parents wanted her to be a doctor, but deep down within her, she had all these creative gifts of music and singing, and she wanted to expand on them. She was getting pressure from her parents to you know, develop that intellectual side. So we all feel pressure like this in life from all the outside sources. And bottom line is she died with every moment of her father saying, you know, not acknowledging the talent and the gifts that she had in that and telling her that she couldn't be someone if she stepped into those gifts. So how many of you have been told that and believe that and still believe that today, you know? So I want to ask you to challenge those beliefs because this is why we exist. We exist to channel that inner desire to grow and become energetic with our gifts and to step into our talents. And we're here to fill this need with our inner desire and our inner child to come out 
And the goal is to feed that and stoke that and expand that. But we often need tools to learn how to do that. I know I couldn't do it myself. I didn't have the tools when I was younger to be able to figure this all out. But once I stepped into personal development and I told myself that I was worth this investment as each one of you are, you are worth investing in yourself. You know, I've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars over the last uh, seven years of personal development and every penny of it, I, you know, has been so worth it. And I continue to develop and nourish myself. So I encourage you, go get a coach, jump into a mentoring program, but we need support in order to do this. The books and the blogs are not going to hit that need. And we, as humans, while we're developing and growing and expanding, we're doing it on all these different levels, physical, spiritual, mental, and emotional. And I'm going to talk about that in the new upcoming programs that I have to offer. But it's like when I was a master personal trainer for about 30 years, um, I always addressed the whole spirit, the whole humanness of that individual that I was training. You know, we started out with physical, but then we come to find out that there was emotional and mental setbacks that uh, trained them to become who they were at that moment. And they came to me most often when they didn't like themselves. They didn't like the way that they looked. So you can't just look at the physical because, you know, that's only the beginning. So what I'm saying is as we develop ourselves, we want to hit all those different levels of mind, body, and spirit so that we can be in service and play and love and participate with life from a whole perspective, right? Um, John Maxwell said something uh, that really impacted me and it's so true and I love his minutes with Maxwell, but he said, if you don't have peace, it isn't because someone took it from you. It's because you gave it away. You cannot control what happens to you, but you can control what happens in you. It's like, you know, we aren't responsible for what happens to us when it's coming from outside sources, but what we are responsible for is what we do with that. And life, I want to tell you, is not happening to you is happening for you. And when we can step into love and know that this is happening for me and look at what the lesson is there and grow from it, then we step out of victimhood and into love. And self-love begins by loving oneself. You know, and in this day five lesson for self-love, there are tools and their strategies and their journaling prompts, anywhere from you know how we want to speak to ourselves to how we want to treat ourselves to how we want to develop habits that honor and respect who we are and giving us self care so that we can fill up our tank. And then when we're full, then we can be really rich with the gifts that we have to give to those that we love around us, right? So this is really important that we know that we don't have to be victims of our life and our circumstances, that we can take the bull by the horns and we can decide 
right now in this moment on this day that we are going to love ourselves more that we're going to speak kindly to ourselves that we are going to do the work within and resurrect our dreams and think of all the reasons that we can do it instead of all the reasons that we cannot so what if i told you right now that there's something in you right here right now that you could honor that would dramatically change your life would you do it It's something that you already have. If only you would invest in yourself and build it. And there's many beliefs you hold about yourself today that reflect messages you've received from others over time that have made you who you are. But that gift is self-esteem and self-love. That's right here, right now with you. And holding on to that, building that and growing that will dramatically change your life. And Lisa, I can tell you that that is one of the things that helped me dramatically change my life. I could not have created what I've done up until this point without embracing self-love and stepping into my greatness and peeling away the layers to find it and to build myself up so that fear was no longer holding me back, but God's divine connection and call on my life was so powerful that I chose to step into that love and create this for myself. So one of the questions I want to ask yourself to just kind of put this all in perspective for yourself is most of the ideas that we have in our mind are negative, right? That's just natural human behavior of our, you know, 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts a day. Most of them are negative and we have to make a conscious choice to turn them into positivity or we stay in victimhood, right? So what is one negative thought that you're holding on to right now? Let me ask you that. And I want you to write it down. What is one negative thought that you're holding on to right now? And I'm gonna give you just a few seconds to jot that down, maybe reiterate that question so you can go back to this exercise. And the second question is, have you ever challenged that negative thought or idea? It could be a thought that's holding you back. It could be an old limiting belief that if you speak up, someone's gonna tell you that you're stupid or that, you know, what kind of question is that? That's a dumb question. Or what kind of idea is that? No one's gonna ever buy into that. You're never gonna make any money doing that, you know? And then three, I want you to try and shift your perspective, stepping out of yourself to look at this situation or this circumstance. Step out of yourself or take a bird's eye view. And as a non-judgmental party, what do you observe? So you're gonna shift your perspective and take a look at it from a non-judgmental. Maybe you'll find that that's not true about you. That that's a belief that you adopted, but you can change that belief. You can change that thought. And we're the only humans that are able to do that. It's a huge gift, but many of us are so stuck in old patterns and old routines that we are operating from our self-limiting beliefs and our old thoughts and all that old, you know, tape and old stories that that's where we're operating our life from and forgetting that we have the power to change it, people. You have greatness in you to change that. And so finally, self-care is number one under all of that to help us let go of negative thinking, negative patterns, and elevate 
our energy, our emotions, our thoughts, and get clarity on our life. Like that's why all those five pieces in the self-love course are so important. We cannot move forward unless we have clarity in our life. And in order to find out clarity, we have to do some work and ask ourselves a lot of questions about, you know, what is this new roadmap and this timeline going to look like for me to get to where I want to go? And where you're at now, like the rest of your life does not have to be exactly where you are now if you want to change. What happens is you take where you are now and you decide where you want to go. And then you begin that change. You don't have to stay where you're at right now. But it's easy to get stuck in our negative thoughts. And when we're stuck in a certain perspective, then it's really hard to change, right? So Wayne Dyer once said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So instead of asking ourselves, why is that happening to me? Gosh darn it, this always happens. You know, a better question is, I see that this is happening for me. How can I come around it in a different way to see what is here for me that I can learn and what can I do to change this if I don't like it? Because our feelings of success and our experience of prosperity and abundance really depend on our positive view of ourself, our self-esteem, our self-image, our life, and the universe from which success and abundance come from. You know, God, the divine, you know, higher power, whatever you want to call it, whatever resonates with you. For me, it's God. It's like every gift that I have and every abundance and every success that I have in my life, oh my God, it's all from him. And I invited him to become a co-creator of my life and to show me and help me create this. And so changing the way we look at things is an extremely powerful tool. And again, you guys, it's, are we looking at this situation and this thought as a victim or someone who is tapping into our higher self and loving ourselves more? So start by examination of how you look at things and is the universe matching your way of looking? Because as I have mentioned before, like let's take, for example, affirmations and we have affirmations of, let's say, I am. Here's some positive affirmations. I love myself. I believe in myself. I am a winner. I am successful. I am creating a life I love with passion and abundance and peace and prosperity. Whatever follows those two words, I am, you can be sure it's going to follow you. So you want to make sure that when you're speaking about I am, it's not things like I am not good enough. I am not deserving. I am not worthy. I am not ready because those things will follow you and they will be true for you. And your ego says, yeah, that's right. I'm comfortable with that. It's never going to happen for me like it does for other people. So we want to write down whatever comes to mind when we have negative beliefs and turn them around into positive affirmations. Yes. And we don't want to get stuck with those gremlin thoughts. We want to feed the flowers. So we want to turn those negative beliefs into positive beliefs. 
And we want them to be opposite of the negative beliefs. I am totally worthy and deserving of extreme wealth, joy, and abundance. I'm going to say that again. I am totally worthy and deserving of extreme wealth, joy, and romance. Or fill in the blanks. Write them yourselves. I have a gift for you on YouTube. And it, it, it is a um, meditation that gets you in touch with um, yourself and creating a life that you love. I also have affirmations on my podcast at Inspired Living Podcast with Shelly Marenka. My YouTube channel is Inspired Living with Shelly Marenka. So there's a lot of gifts, some great videos, some great affirmations, a lot of positivity stuff to help you on the road to self-love and on your challenge and in your journey to love yourself more. And remember that a belief is just a thought you keep thinking. When you change your thoughts, you can change your life. So if a belief is just a thought that you kept thinking, you can change your thinking, right? So it's really time to install with repetition, radical self-love every day with new affirmations that you can create for yourself. Repetition is really critical. Feeling and visualization for your success. Really, really important. And the way that we speak to ourselves is really important. There's so many things that will be happening as you break down the walls and the masks of who you think that you're supposed to be in order for other people to love you. But really, like I said in the beginning, this journey is so important for you to love yourself and stop waiting for the world to give you permission to join in and chime in. And instead of listening to those outside voices, begin to listen to yourself and who you want to become. And Benjamin Franklin writes, you may delay, but time will not. And lost time is never found again. And I mention this because this process of self-love and being on a journey to love yourself more and step into a life that you love, what better time is there than now to just like pull up your bootstraps and accept an invitation and I've got one here for you. You know, I really feel that the time is now and we have all procrastinated in our lives, right? I shared with you my experience and what happened with me when I put some things on hold and what kind of wake-up call I had. But I want to ask you, what kind of wake-up call do you need to begin to change your life and step out of fear and into love for everything that you want in life? You know, why are you waiting? Like, when is your day one, right? It's a choice for you to have. And the momentum of time is one of the most powerful tools for success, whether it's success in your career, your personal life, you know, in your relationships, family, personal self-growth, whatever it is that you want to step in. And the universe loves speed. So once you decide and you're committed and you step in, then you can really escalate and skyrocket and say goodbye to the past and goodbye to the chains that are holding you down. And so what I've created, I have a couple of offers for you that I want to mention. You can reach out to me and find me 
you know, on Instagram and on Facebook um, and an email at shillingmark at Gmail. But I am launching an eight-week course that is going to be remarkable. And um, it's for 12 of my disciples. I've decided to keep the group course to only 12. And I want to do that because I want it to be an intimate group, but also a very powerful you know, mastermind mindset group of like-minded women who really want to step into their greatness and exit fear and create a life that they love. And I ca I'm calling it Braving the Wilderness. And this is an opportunity for you to create a life of freedom and confidence and self-love. And we're going to cultivate our own authenticity and discover what that looks like and tap into our purpose and experience healing and whatever it is that you need. But I chose Braving the Wilderness. It's actually a book that Brene Brown wrote. But because when we step out onto a journey of self-discovery and wanting more in our life, it's kind of like Braving the Wilderness. We're going to go into unknown territory. We're going to go into uncertain territory. And we will have a compass with this. And all we can read is north, south, east, and west. And oftentimes we don't know which direction to go in, but I'm going to help you brave that wilderness and give you the support and love that you not only deserve, but that really is required to be able to really step up and skyrocket and get the results that you want. And the other cool thing I'm offering is a membership group on Facebook. And that's not going to get um, certainly as much personal attention as the eight week group is, but it's gonna give you tools from different facets of life, from the mind, the body and spirit, you know, wellness, fitness, um, health, you know, recipes, personal empowerment tools, and you're gonna get me in there sometimes and guest speakers. So I really wanted to create something for you all that have gone through this self-love course and those of you who have gone through it without me so that you can continue on your journey of self-love and have tools and strategies to really extend and expand in your personal growth. So if you've liked this, you're really going to love what these new programs are. And I always do have my 90-day Take the Leap. It's a 90-day program. It's one-on-one -on -one coaching with me <clears throat> that helps you step into your greatness and create what you want in life too. But when it comes to big projects and must-do must tasks and even little chores, we often miss out on the power of time. And that's where procrastination comes in and says, well, I'll do it someday or I'm going to hold back. And we, we want to beat procrastination, right? Procrastination doesn't serve us. So I want to invite you to not put off joining one of the two programs that I've got here for you guys. One of them is the Vibe Tribe Membership Club, and the other one is the eight-week course that is Braving the Wilderness. And the third one is my 90-day program, um, which is called Take the Leap into you know, Freedom, Confidence, and More Self-Love. So in closing, I do want to share with you that um, this is interesting. Uh, there's shocking statistics and facts about living by default versus living by divine. I mean, yeah, right? That's no error. Living by divine calling and living by design. Let me say that again. There's shocking statistics and facts about living life by default. And I'll bet in our life, we could find people that actually live by default and they really don't have any passion for life. And they're living on a vibration of life is happening to me, not for me. But not you, my friend, 
not you. You have greatness in you. You have power in you. It is time for you to step into that and be great. Shake off the bad habits and get more out of life beginning today. So um, that is my invitation for you. And I'd love for you to join me on my podcast channel and my YouTube channel at Inspired Living with Shelly Marenka and hit the subscribe button and share with other people that helps me grow and helps get the word out and change lives all around. And this Wednesday night live is with a woman named Tana Newberry and she is a psychic and a healer and works with her divine gifts. So that's Wednesday night live, 6.30 Pacific time. And then next Monday morning, I'm gonna give you an insight into what kind of strategies and focus that we're going to work on not only in my vibe tribe membership club but in the eight week group and it's all about organizing right so this is going to be about time management and your weekly focus i'm going to take you through the steps that i use every single week to lay out my calendar that's going to happen next monday morning at 11 a.m pacific time so i'm going to pause the recording now and we're going to come back to the group and have discussion